This is Cody Smith, and you're listening to the Virtuous Coach Podcast. All right, what's going on, you guys? And welcome back to another impactful episode of the Virtuous Coach Podcast. In today's episode, so I'm going to share with you guys, I ran the longest I've ever ran, literally yesterday, um, at the time of recording this show. It was 14 miles. Now, keep in mind, about a year ago, I committed to this whole concept of becoming basically a hybrid athlete. And I was very attracted to it just because I think it is fascinating how... So hybrid athlete, just to kind of define it for those of you guys out there who don't know what that is, a hybrid athlete is pretty much what it sounds like. It is a person who is able to excel at all types of physical endeavors from all the way at the highest end of the endurance realm. So we're talking triathlons, ultra marathons, marathons, you name it, anything specifically around longer endurance stuff, all the way to strength sports like Olympic lifting, powerlifting, the sport of CrossFit, all these things. For me, I spent years and years and years inside of like the competitive CrossFit realm. I mean, I would spend three, four hours per day training, training two a day's six days per week, doing Olympic lifting, CrossFit Metcons, gymnastics, all these different things. But one thing I never necessarily wrapped my brain around was endurance, aerobic, like true aerobic training in the sense of long endurance runs, long endurance biking events, rowing, things like that. I never really could just wrap my brain around putting that into my training. I couldn't understand why training for an hour to an hour and a half to two hours made sense for me to become better at the sport of CrossFit. Now, what was interesting about that is about the same time that I was coming up in the competitive CrossFit realm, my training partner, uh, his name is Richard, my training partner used to spend a lot of time on his aerobic training, doing lots and lots of running, and he he always would seem to kind of ink me out inside of workouts. I mean, he's a stud athlete. He went all the way to CrossFit regionals and did well. Also a really strong guy. To this day, still one of my best friends. He, I believe, kind of looking back at it now just because now I'm balancing aerobic training and CrossFit and Olympic lifting and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, like looking back at it now, I think that is why in longer endurance workouts or longer CrossFit style Metcons, he would be able to hold on to his paces just because he had this large, just robust aerobic engine. And it was something that I never quite, like I said, wrapped my brain around. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't I couldn't understand how that could help me. Now, fast forward, you know, we're about probably at the time of recording this, about five years after that time spent doing competitive CrossFit, and I've caught the bug around endurance training and more or less being a hybrid athlete. And um, nowadays, it is very normal to go run, you know, 10 plus miles on a training day and not even think about it. Whereas in the past, looking at three miles just kind of messed me up. And I just was like, man, like that's 30 minutes of steady movement was a lot, was a pretty big challenge. So in today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about things that I learned from running 14 miles. And um, hopefully you guys can kind of take some of these lessons and put them into your life as well. So before we jump into today's show, first and foremost, go ahead and take a screenshot on your phone, post it on your Instagram story, and be sure to tag me in it. I'm at Coach Cody Smith on Instagram. I ask you guys to do that because it gives me the opportunity to connect with you and to thank you for sharing the show and to just be able to connect with people who are listening to this content. So again, take that screenshot. And without any further ado, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. So like I said, I ran the longest that I've ever ran yesterday, 14 miles. Now, 
keep in mind, I'm training for a marathon, so these runs will continue to break new barriers. But up until yesterday, the longest I'd ever ran was a half marathon, was 13.2 or 13.1 miles. Now, running that half marathon was the kind of my first time like dabbling in, um, I guess what you could say, like true aerobic training. Like when I first got into fitness, I did a half marathon and it was the first time where I was just like, man, I am out of shape. And, and I just kind of signed up for it on a whim. I was I, The story that I tell is that I smoked a cigarette on the way there. And uh, I, I just was not, back then I was not who I am today. And I remember walking and, and just just the feeling of like, man, am I going to be able to finish it? Well, whereas this half marathon, like my second time running half marathon, it was a completely different story. I was able to finish it at an hour and 44 minutes. I had set a goal of an hour and 45. Um, I, I, I was running at about a seven to seven fifteen pace. Most of the race, it was just an incredible difference compared to the first time. And now going into this marathon training, every run, I'm just finding myself, I mean, I have hours and hours of solitude and time to think. And I just find myself just being amazed time and time again, and, and avidly thinking through some of these lessons that I'm getting. So again, let's jump into a couple of the lessons that I got from, from my, my run yesterday. So first lesson was I have gotten better at ignoring that voice in my head that says to stop. So yesterday was the perfect example. So we did our, Megan and I did our long run on Saturday. The day before was 23.2, which is the CrossFit Open. Right now I'm literally doing all, I'm trying to prove a point that you can CrossFit, you can do Olympic lifting, you can do endurance training. I'm truly, I'm truly trying to prove a point that you can, in fact, be a hybrid athlete and excel at all of them. And, and so far, it's so good. Everything's going well. The only thing that I experienced yesterday and, and where you could say maybe was, was kind of an opportunity for me to test my mindset and for me to test my mental grit was we did the CrossFit Open the day before, which had a lot of shuttle runs in it and had a lot of burpee uh, muscle-ups inside of it. And then it ended with a five-minute time cap to find a max barbell thruster so what that looks like is you will pick the bar up from the ground get it to your shoulder you will perform a front squat and then press it to the overhead and locked out position basically all in one motion so i did very well was very happy with my thruster inside of that i got an excellent score from just kind of like an above average crossfit athlete standpoint and um the next day i woke up i just had a little bit of soreness in my legs and actually my lower back like the the workout had basically 10 25 foot shuttle runs every round and i'm six foot five so running back and forth and bending over and touching the ground every time just kind of lit my back up surprisingly so anyways uh going into yesterday's run i was feeling a lot of soreness and on top of that it was 20 degrees outside it had been snowing the week before so a lot of the ground still had ice and snow on it we've never really had the opportunity to kind of thaw out yet so it was just a lot of things were kind of against me so we set out on a run and i immediately from about mile two or three started to feel just an incredible sensation of like like a pump and a burning sensation in my quads and my hamstrings i was feeling yesterday's thruster and shuttle runs and then the more the deeper in the the deeper i got into the run i found myself battling this this just thought of like man i just want to stop man if i just stopped right now nobody would know um luckily for me my wife was with me we ran she ran the first she had an 11 mile run so she ran the first 11 miles with me so that helped me to kind of ignore that voice but at mile 11 she broke off and and went home and 
Um, I had three more miles to go, and I remember turning on, there's a, there's a trail out here called Heritage Trails that I do a lot of my mileage on, especially during the summer when it's just kind of nice. It's just the, the trail for me is a lot more gentle on my joints. So I remember turning onto that trail at mile 11 and thinking like, oh my gosh, I've got three more miles. And like I said, the trail was completely frozen and covered with snow. As I'm running through, I've, I've got no, you know, I try to run with no earbuds in my ears just so I can, I want to be able to avidly hear myself think. And I know that may sound like nonsense to some of you guys, but being able to actually think my thoughts and to not be distracted by music for me is an opportunity for me to train my mindset. So as I turned onto this trail and started running, the very front of the trail had still snow cover and ice cover, and I'm slipping and sliding a little bit. On top of that, I wasn't, because of the snow was covering the trail, I couldn't basically judge the different divots and rocks that were in the trail. So I'm kind of taking odd steps and I'm running, and in my head I'm just like, oh my gosh, how am I going to run this next three miles when I've already got 11 miles in, my legs are burned up. Um, I'm feeling depleted because we had to run at a different time of day. So my nutrition was a little bit off. How on the heck am I going to be able to finish this run? And all I kept reminding myself was just get to the next mile. Just get to the next mile. I thought about the mile that I had ahead of me instead of the longer, broader spectrum of if I still got three more miles in these exact in this exact scenario with snow and the ice and the cold and the tired legs and you know my face is numb from the run. It was just, I had all of these things going against me and every mile that I completed, I just became more and more emboldened in my thought of, I'm not going to listen to this voice in my head to say stop. So it was a, it was a pretty cool opportunity for me to kind of, to work through it. And I found it very fascinating that through 14 miles, I was able to learn more about my ability to push through that voice. We all have that little voice in our heads that says, stop. That was a, a great opportunity for me to truly work on telling that voice to be quiet. Second lesson, my body is capable of so much more than I ever considered it to be. Last summer, the, uh, uh, again, I ran a half marathon in the past, but I basically, I wouldn't even consider it running. I, I walked and, and jogged for, for two hours and 57 minutes, I think is the first half marathon that I did. I walked and I jogged and I mentally battled. And that was at this time, probably 10 years ago. So I walked and I battled through that. But other than that, the longest run that I'd ever done was about five miles cons consecutively after that. So I remember last summer I had committed to doing this half marathon. And, you know, we take this trip every summer to go to Banks Lake. It's in eastern Washington here. Um, it's just this, this beautiful resort that's on this, this lake that's about 30 miles long. And we always look forward to it every, every year. And last summer I committed to continuing to run despite being on vacation. And... When we got there, you know, I was still in the beginning of my training for the half marathon. So the program had me running, you know, three, four miles per day or, or three to four miles, four days per week. And I was still in the beginning, so I hadn't necessarily gotten into my anaerobic, my anaerobic threshold and tempo stuff yet. And uh, I remember one day that we, we, we used to go with this family um, uh, that would basically, they're the ones who kind of introduced us to the lake. But we would go with them to the lake and uh, one of my buddies who um, 
was there with us. He, from the family, asked us, asked me, he's like, hey, man, you want to go for a run? And it was like, absolutely. So we ran into town, and this, this, this run ended up being about six miles long. I remember it was hot. We were going up hills and down hills. I was suffering. And um, that run really sticks out on me because when we got done, it was kind of this, like, sense of accomplishment of, like, man, like, that's the furthest I had ever run. And um, to him, this was not the case. I mean, he had ran marathons and stuff like that too. But to me, it was just this this thought of like, holy smokes, like I just ran six miles. Now, fast forward a little bit. Last year, the longest run that I had done prior to my half marathon, <clears throat> well, like the, the, the long run of the entire program was 12 miles. And I remember that 10 mile, anything above 10 miles was where I would, I would get a little bit nervous. And anything above anything under eight miles felt like a short run and anything above 10 miles I would get nervous but almost all my runs at a certain point were like six plus miles and I remember running one day on an eight mile run just sitting here thinking like man what your body is capable of through training like again I run four days per week the, the mileage can be anywhere from 30 to 40 miles per week right now but back then it was about 20 to 30 I just remember thinking when I was running on one of my eight mile runs, like, oh man, I have, this is something that I've committed to and I've been going at it hard now for about, at the time, about 10 weeks. And I just remember thinking to myself, like, man, what an incredible thing. Like I would finish, you know, you run an eight and, or, you know, anything above six miles and you're probably going to be running about an hour and some change. I remember getting done at about an hour and 25 minutes and just thinking to myself, like, I just ran for an hour and 25 minutes straight without stopping and just feeling incredibly, incredibly grateful for not only being consistent inside of something, but just being blown away by what the human body is capable of. And then thinking about what I see in the gym as a coach, the people's ability to come in here. One of my coaches right now, he literally couldn't squat his own body weight when he first started. And then fast forward about a year and a half, he was squatting 300 pounds with a barbell on his back. So this kind of runs in line with my lesson. Like I said, my body, your body, Whoever you listen, whoever's listening to this, our bodies are capable of so much more than we ever think they can. And through training, we can take them pretty much anywhere. All right, lesson number three. People vastly, this is something I was thinking about literally yesterday. People vastly underestimate the length of time it takes inside of being consistent to get good at something. It took me an entire training cycle to wrap my brain around running for an hour. And now... Each week, my runs are two plus hours long. It took me over a year of running four times per week without fail to get to this point and being consistent inside of that. And I think sometimes people, especially when it comes to fitness, especially when it comes to health, it's what you, your, your body is one of those things that is not going to respond quickly to most things that you do. So the only thing that will get you to a place differently in your body, especially if it's something huge, like if you're trying to lose a lot of weight, you're trying to put on a lot of muscle, you're trying to prepare for a marathon, triathlon, like whatever it may be, you have to consistently do that for far longer than you think. A year later into this being a hybrid athlete thing, and it feels normal to run for an hour plus. It feels normal to run for two hours and I know to you guys if you're listening to this and you're not in this place where you're doing a high level of endurance like that a three to four mile run just feels like you know there's some workouts that the training program will call for a two mile warm-up 
warm-up. Like I'm running two miles just to get loose. And it's funny to kind of sit back and to think about that through the lens of where I was over a year ago versus now. But I don't know who whoever's listening to this show. I don't know what you're working towards like right now. But try to wrap your mind around this concept of you're going to have to be consistent for a long, long time. Whatever your goal is will dictate that. I know for me, I thought that I was going to start running for a couple of weeks and just get a little bit better. And I should know better as a coach. I should know better than this as a coach who's been in the industry for 10 years. But now that I've just kind of got run after brick after brick, I mean, when I say like run after run stacked, when I've got brick after brick, it's as if we were building a house. I've got so many bricks stacked inside of my running, on my running house, if you will, and so much consistency inside of that that now it's just so much a part of what I do that I don't even have to think twice about it. So again, people vastly underestimate the length of time it takes inside and around being consistent for something. All right, next lesson. Having a target brings fuel to getting started. Discipline for that target is, re- is required to continue to get there. So to use yesterday as an example, I woke up sore, you know, whenever you sign up for something new, whenever you do a new thing, you're always super excited. You're just fired up about it. You're ready to do the thing. You know, you, you, you're so motivated. The way that I kind of explain that now is like motivation is like the kindling. That's what gets your fire started. Discipline is the logs. Discipline are those, those logs that continue to burn for long periods of time inside of your fire. So whenever I first sign up for a race or something, I'm just always super fired up about it. The first few weeks of training feel great. Um, everything's good. But what happens is that people think that that continues, right? That you're always going to feel motivated. A common thing that a common question that I get all the time is how do you stay motivated? How can I stay motivated? I'm losing motivation. How can I get motivation back? The reality is, is motivation is, is, is a short term thing for every single person. Anybody that you look at in the world that has high levels of success was only motivated in the beginning. Discipline their discipline inside of whatever they're chasing is what continues to keep them going. So why this was a lesson for me is because the very beginning of this training cycle for this marathon, I was super fired up. The first two weeks, I was excited to get up and to go running. I, 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 I love the grind. I love to be, I loved being out on the ground, you know, on the street by myself, dark, cold, headlamp. Like I, I loved that. But then it gets harder and harder. I mean, right now I'm getting up at, you know, 4.45 most days. <clears throat> and I am out on the road and, and on my run by somewhere around 5.30 a.m. It's still dark. I've got a headlamp on. Sometimes the, the heat of my breath puts basically like a, a haze and fog in front of me to where it's hard to see through my, with my light, I have to tell my wife the story the other day, like I have to turn my face to the side and breathe out the side of my lip, out the side of my mouth so that I don't blow, you know, the, the, the heat from my breath in my headlamp and make it to where it's hard to see. But to be out there running when it's 20 degrees outside, when my bed was super warm and my house felt amazing and I could just so easily sit on the couch and have a cup of coffee, to be out there running in the cold like that is hard. But I think Every time I get to this place where I don't want to do it, I just remind myself that discipline is doing the thing that you don't want to do when it's not easy 
and when it's not convenient. And I think some people think that when they do something that it's going to be easy and convenient all the time. And the fact of the matter is, is that no target you ever chase in your entire life will be easy or convenient. Everything will be challenging. You'll never feel like it. It'll never be convenient in your schedule. You're never going to have enough time. Your kids are always going to have something. Your wife is always going to be distracting you. Your husband's always going to be, you know, throwing wrenches in your schedule. It's always going to be something getting in the way and thinking that it's not is a fallacy and a lie that you are telling yourself. So if you're listening to this right now and you're thinking that motivation is gonna be something that is always gonna be there and you're always gonna feel motivated and that when you're not motivated, you should stop doing the thing because it's not the right thing, you are wrong. Now, I'm gonna step off my soapbox for a second because I get pretty fired up about the discipline motivation conversation. For me, reminding myself that having this race that only is going to bring me short-term motivation and that wrapping my mind around the discipline of continuing to do the thing is what's going to lead me to the promised land or what's going to take me to the next level of myself was a cool little lesson that I had while I was thinking yesterday. All right, last lesson I wanted that I wrote down that, of, of just things. Again, I probably think when I'm running for two hours, I mean, you can imagine the types of thoughts that I'm going through my head. So it's a, it's a good place for me to find space in my everyday life. But these are just a few things that I thought about yesterday that I wanted to share with you guys. So last lesson, you will never be 100% in to doing what you need to do. Do it anyways. This kind of goes back to the motivation discipline conversation. Yesterday, I did not want to run. I did not want to run 14 miles. I had every excuse. Literally, I had to change. So there's a route that I like to run every single day. <clears throat> it's equal parts hill, equal parts flat. So I get to kind of train all those aspects of like the running course, which I know we're going to experience for the marathon. And yesterday, a good three mile section of where we usually run had to be cut out because the side shoulder that we run on still had ice on it. And I was not in a place where I wanted to put both myself and Megan in this unsafe condition of trying to basically jog on and off the ice every time a car would drive by. So we had to change our entire course. Yesterday we woke up and it was extremely cold. When we started our run, it was 18 degrees. It was extremely cold. I had residual soreness from, like I said, 23.2 the day before. Um, the day before, I also worked about a 14 or 15 hour day. So although I got about seven hours of sleep on Friday night, I still woke up the next day and was just feeling fatigued. Um, we ran it at, we had to run at a different time of the day, just based off of some of the, the things that we had in our schedule yesterday as a family. So we had every reason in the world to not do the thing that we needed to do, but we did it anyways. So I think that reminding yourself that if we're, we're going to kind of drive this conversation back to the conversation around discipline, you're never, ever going to be 100% into anything that you do on a day-to-day -day basis. It'll come and go. It'll ebb and flow. Some days you'll feel super fired up. Some days you won't care. Some days it'll be the last thing that you want to do. But just think of how much more tough you become, how much more mentally resilient you become, how much more full of grit that you become each time you do the thing that you didn't want to do. And then also think of what kind of conviction and what sort of place that you can speak from to others around you in your world 
when you try to speak life into them and when you try to encourage them to do something because you can speak from a place where, again, right now, when I'm talking to my clients about time management, when I'm talking to my clients about motivation and discipline, when I'm encouraging my team, when I'm encouraging people that I mentor, people that I coach online, in person, doesn't matter. When I'm having these leadership style conversations, I speak from a place of every single morning getting up and doing something hard getting a sweat in, going out in 20 degree weather when it's pitch black, when everybody else is asleep, on the road by myself, no radio, spending all the time I can in my brain fighting against that voice, that voice that tells me to stop, that voice that tells me that I didn't need to be here, that voice that tells me that there's no reason for me to be doing these things. It's a daily opportunity for me to fight that voice. And I think understanding that you'll never be 100% into doing what needs to do and that it's normal and that you need to do it anyway. Maybe it's an overly simplistic way of thinking, but I didn't want to run yesterday, but we went out and did it anyway. And two hours later, I'm in a better place for it. So again, you guys, thanks for listening to me. This should be rambling with Cody is what this should be called this episode. But um, again, ran 14 miles yesterday. And these are just a few of the things that I was thinking about and thought that I would share. And if this was helpful or impactful to any of you guys, please reach out and let me know. Um, I love connecting with those of you who do reach out to me and message me and, and, and share the show. So again, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We'll see you on the next show. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and tuning into the Virtuous Coach podcast. I release episodes every single week make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any. You can learn more about me by following me over at Instagram and Facebook at Coach Cody Smith. Lastly, and before you go, I would love your help. Please head on over to iTunes and leave the show a five-star rating and review. This is how we grow the show and continue to bring impactful information to you. Thanks again for tuning in, and we will see you on the next episode.